0: what is going on everybody welcome to episode four of the dorks next door podcast i am your host andy york thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us whether this is your first time or you've been with us since the beginning we really appreciate you tuning in and listening to us each And every week, like I said, my name is Andy York, and there is a lot that we're going to dive into in this episode. There is a lot of theorizing that will be taking place in this. Um, We're going to be talking about how we expect the X-Men to be introduced in the MCU, as well as the Young Avengers, the Thunderbolts, the Fantastic Four, um, and a lot of other things that we're going to be diving into that is MCU related. So if you like what you hear, uh, if you want to join the discussion, you can always do so in the comments down below. Uh, But make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure that you hit the notification bell so you never miss out on one of our episodes. Um, And if you're listening to this on a more traditional platform, audio platform, whether on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Anchor, wherever you're listening to, uh, make sure you leave that review if you can. Share it with your friends. Do all that fun stuff. Go to Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and you can follow us at Dorks Next Door. Um, and there's there's a lot of things we're going to be d- talking about and diving into. There's a lot of theorizing and things that we're going to be doing on there as well. So definitely go check us out there, go follow us and do all of that fun stuff. But as always, I cannot do this alone. Uh, I am joined once again by Mr. Jason, who is the guy that is going to be sitting here for the next hour or so and theorizing <laughs> or until our hearts are content about what we can expect from the MCU kind of moving forward. Um, with a lot of these different teams and things that are going on. But before we jump into that, uh, we actually have some other news that we need to break down and talk about. Still dealing with the MCU, um, but in a different capacity um, because all the Netflix shows, all the Marvel Netflix shows, are now being moved to Disney+, Plus. it seems like, very slowly. Um, I believe it is starting first in the uh, Canadian Disney+, Plus. I believe is getting it first uh, very soon. Um, but I'm sure that here in the States we'll more than likely get that on Disney Plus, maybe Hulu. Um, You never know kind of which platform you're going to get that on. But man, what do you think about that? Like the the Netflix shows are coming to Disney Plus to be a part of the MCU, it seems like.
1: Yeah, I think that especially after Spider-Man No Way Home, which we can, I think, give full spoilers spoilers. for now. I think we're past the point. Yeah, I think after Spider-Man No Way Home and with Daredevil showing up, in that show, I think it was pretty obvious that Marvel's decided that they want to have a renewed focus on these characters, which is exciting because they're really good characters and they're really well cast. Um, so it's cool that we get to keep these iterations of these characters. But one of the questions around that, I guess, the biggest question is going to be do we get, how do we pick up where we left off? um with all of these characters especially daredevil so that's been a question in a lot of people's minds i know but also another question is um kind of the rollout of all of this it's easier to put something on a streaming service in canada than it is on than it is uh in the u.s because right. you can't just drop the punisher onto <laughs> u.s disney plus in the marvel section and it'd be like you know everybody just be like this is cool Right, Um, because we like it, we think it's cool, but not everybody who logs into Disney Plus to watch a Marvel show is
0: is going to feel the
1: same way about the Punisher. (laughs) Exactly, um, especially in the United States. So, a question about that would be: Are they going to go ahead and add a more like mature section or a more mature division of Disney Plus, which they're going to have to do anyway if they want to make Deadpool, right? um, Deadpool three happen so. You know, it's just that's going to be a question about, you know, the rollout of this show, I guess, on U.S. Disney+. Plus.
0: Yeah, I think there's I mean, there's a lot of kind of questions as well, because I mean, the first question that you brought up in the fact of like, where are we picking up with these characters? Because if I I believe correctly, um, after Daredevil season three, Kingpin was supposed to be in jail. I think he was put in jail. Yeah, yeah. And then but in Hawkeye, true. he's out so and kind of roaming around. So I don't I don't really know when exactly when to pick them up on the timeline. I don't really know if we'll ever get that answer. It may just be yeah. one of those of here they are. Like they're in the MCU now. Don't really think about all the other stuff. Just kind of here they are now. Um and then I think mm-hmm. like I really think the timing of all this is really interesting, especially before Moon Knight comes out. Because I think Moon Knight could very easily fit with the netflix marvel shows and tone feel and i mean violence i really think that it could all fit in that narrative um and i yep. believe kevin feige has been on record kind of doing press about moon night saying that this is the most brutal mcu content that disney has ever produced and so i mean the the violence and brutality of the mcu is not that high anyway um mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, if you go back and watch Hawkeye, when Yelena was beating the crap out of him, he should have been a lot worse than he actually was when he was just kind of sitting there taking the punches. Yeah. But, I, you know, I think there's a lot of hope for, you know, the the more violent characters getting the love that they deserve. Because, I, you know, I think there is some characters that you have to have that certain rating for it to fit the tone of the character. Deadpool is one of them. Like, Deadpool cannot be anything but a rated R movie because of yeah. who he is, his nature, everything like that. Punisher is kind of the same way. You can't really tone down the Punisher and kind of get the same effect like you do with the the Netflix Marvel shows.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's also a question of if they do end up bringing some of these shows back and giving them. I think the most likely thing is that these characters get cameos um, yeah. for the actors that want to come back and stuff like that. More stuff in the vein of daredevils cameo and spider-man but the you know it's also a question of if they do end up bringing some of these shows back picking up some of them where they left off which ones uh yeah. will that be because obviously it's not going to be all of them right and so kind of how far do you go my immediate uh answer to that would be probably just daredevil and maybe punisher if any yeah. of them get renewed but what do you think
0: I don't know. I think you could. I mean, <clears throat> I think the obvious one that will not get picked up is Iron Fist. I think yeah. I think that one is kind of dead in the water and it yeah. was dead before it kind of even got started. Honestly, I could see them picking up Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Um honestly, Luke Cage is I think Luke Cage would be extremely interesting in the MCU. I think telling that side especially with what we got with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think he could fit into that aspect of the MCU really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just kind of depends on who they're going to pick up. Obviously, there's a lot of other problems with Mahershala Ali being cast as Blade now, who was you know a pretty important part of the first season of Luke Cage, um, right. and not as Blade as well. So I'm, that part is kind of up in the air. Um, but I do think, I think you're completely right, though. If they were going to just kind of pick a few it would would be daredevil it would be wilson fist kingpin and it would be the punisher and i think those three Mm -hmm. are the ones that fit the best in the mcu especially with what they're going for right now um but i would love to see like i said luke cage and jessica jones kind of be brought into the mcu as well
1: i almost feel like this could be your opportunity let's say that all of the leading actors from those shows wanted to come back this would be your opportunity to make a Heroes for Hire show. Yeah. And then you could roll Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron yep. Fist all together into a Heroes for Hire show. Because to be honest, between Luke Cage and Iron Fist, I feel like there was, first of all, that dynamic was like never really explored at all. <laughs> and second of all, they they didn't. Do a great job in those shows. They did a better job in Luke Cage, obviously, but mm. they didn't do a great job in those shows of making those characters as interesting individually as they are together. Yeah. So yeah, um,
0: I think I think Luke Cage was more interesting in a weird way. I think Luke Cage was kind of more interesting in Jessica Jones season one than kind of maybe in his entire show altogether. Which I love the fir- yeah. I love the first season of Luke Cage. I think the first season of Luke Cage was really good. Mm. Um, the second season, I. I can't really remember anything that happened in it. Um
1: it was pretty solid
0: too. Yeah. Um I mean all the opinion. Netflix it shows weren't really super
1: Yeah, it just wasn't super memorable.
0: It's hard, I mean, when you had 3 nearly perfect seasons of Daredevil. Yeah. And a really really good first season of Jessica Jones. It's kind of hard yeah. to beat kind of beat all of those um together. Yeah.
1: In terms of quality, really nothing else compares to daredevil on the netflix side yeah so that's why i think taking those other three they roll very well together into a heroes for hire show and you could have other characters in there like misty knight and stuff like that absolutely it would it would work really well and that would give you a chance to be like okay well we don't have to make three (laughs) new shows again we can just focus on this one show honestly if they just wanted to i mean I would like to get Daredevil back as a show, but if they just wanted to try and do Defenders again, um, yeah, maybe make it a little bit longer and make it good
0: this time, then that would be all right <laughs> with me. I that would be great. I completely agree. Well, speaking of Heroes for Hire and the Defenders, let's kind of jump into our main topic of discussion for this podcast, which is all going to be about the MCU's next team. And like we're, we're obviously going to talk about multiple teams here guys it seems like they're introducing very slowly a lot of different teams instead of the Avengers and everybody joining the Avengers together. It seems like we're getting a lot of different spinoffs and setups um, for these. And so I think we're, we're going to kind of just kind of run through these, um, talk about who we think is going to be on these teams, when they're more than likely going to be introduced, um, and kind of like the role that they're going to play in the MCU. And I think the, the first one that we have to talk about especially after the Doctor Strange trailer and after a lot of other kind of talks that have been going around and everything. I think the first thing we have to talk about is the X-Men because it seems like we're going to be getting introduced to the idea of the X-Men probably before anything else. I know obviously a lot of Young Avengers have been already shown and kind of introduced, but we haven't fully introduced the concept of a young Avengers team yet that, that is yet to be introduced yet. We'll, we'll talk about them in a little right. bit, but where do you think the X-Men are going to get introduced? Cause obviously from the beginning of the MCU, they have not been able to dabble or touch or even talk about mutants at all because it was a Fox owned franchise or a Fox owned term really uh, because mm-hmm. of the, uh, because of the Marvel disputes and everything. Um, but it seems like obviously that is going out. I believe it was WandaVision Vision. That may have said mutant first it was one of those shows that they, they name dropped the they said the term mutant um and i don't remember which one um mm-hmm. but it seems like we're getting that direction so how do you think the x-men how do you think mutants are going to get introduced first into the mcu and then how do you think the x-men are going to get introduced alongside with that
1: yeah so i would not actually be surprised if the concept of mutants got introduced in doctor strange Cause it seems like they're just packing so much into this movie. (laughs) Um, And I think that with the multiverse opening up, there is a really big opportunity kind of for some new big, like universe altering event or, or something like that to happen, because I don't see them going with the route of mutants having always existed for some reason. Like maybe they existed in another reality or something like that. And that's how they port some of them over. But not not having always existed in this reality, necessarily. So that's kind of what I see happening um, in terms of when, in like the real world timeline, uh, mutants are going to be introduced. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Actually,
0: um, so I think I think you're completely right in the fact that we're going to get maybe not like the actual mutants themselves, but we're going to get really important steps to introducing mutants in Dr. Strange too. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with professor X kind of being in the movie and then, you know, kind of who else could show up. I mean, I would not be completely shocked if a Hugh Jackman Wolverine showed up in the movie for five seconds or whatever. Um, right. so obviously with that and with Deadpool being introduced in the MCU, there, they have something planned. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be after the Fantastic Four, Um, and probably going to be after. Like, I think the X Men first MCU X Men movie that we get will probably be will probably be after the Young Avengers and the Thunderbolts as well. I think it's probably one of the last things that we get because I wouldn't be shocked if. You, you know, cause it seems like we're building towards maybe a secret wars type of event um, to be kind mm-hmm. of this phases next big thing. But after that, you know, it'd be really interesting if they did an Avengers versus X-Men movie, like something like that, I think would be really interesting. And I think that might be yes. the first, not the first introduction, but I think that might be the first big plot line for the X-Men in the MCU. Cause obviously I think they're going to be a part of secret wars cause everybody's a part of secret wars in the comics, but, I think the first big, big thing that they're going to be involved with other than their own movie will be an Avengers versus X-Men film, um, which I think would be very interesting. And obviously with how the MCU has handled everything so far, it'll be handled perfectly to the buildup and it gives you plenty enough time. I don't think they need to rush to introduce these characters. I think they can take all their time building up this team because, you know, more so than the Avengers, more so than the Fantastic Four, the X-Men are like Marvel's number one team. Like The X-Men is the thing that a lot of people talk about more than the Avengers. Probably not so now because of, of the MCU, but right. history-wise, the X-Men is the probably the most popular Marvel team um, that there is. Yes. So I think they're definitely going to take their time to build up to that.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think Avengers versus X-Men also makes a lot of sense because they tend to gravitate towards a lot of those big comic book events when they're making a movie. So like infinity gauntlet or civil war, they tend to kind of take the shell of that and do their own thing with it. So I think that down the road, that makes a lot of sense. I would also agree that it is definitely after fantastic four, because (laughs) I think fantastic four is going to be, um, Maybe not the phase ending movie, but it will. No, actually, I think it will be. I think, I think it, it is the last yeah. uh, movie in phase four. So I would expect that X Men are not coming until phase five. I think, you know, some of them could be introduced, but I don't think that we get a fully fledged team or movie or something like that until phase five. But you could yeah. kind of sprinkle some in here and there and maybe maybe we get like Wolverine casted and he shows up in a movie or something like that. Cameos is another thing entirely, I think to where that's not going to be something that's going to have lasting implications for whatever big event they're leading to. They're going to have, I highly doubt that Patrick Stewart, professor X is going to continue showing up after this point or after this cameo. Right. Or Hugh Jackman Wolverine, if he shows up somehow, yeah, um, I don't think that he's sticking around either. No. I think that it's just a multiverse cameo yep. sort of deal. So
0: I yes, think it'll be a I lot think... like I think it'll be a lot like a Tobey Maguire Andrew Garfield. Well, not necessarily Andrew Garfield, because I could definitely see Andrew Garfield showing back up in some mm-hmm. capacity. But I think it's definitely a Tobey Maguire. Let's give the fans one last thing, one last run. You know, and then that's it. Like (laughs) let let the new let the new guys kind of come in and take over.
1: Yeah, and it seems like it's interesting because that seems to be a focus of this phase. Yeah. Um, at least like in the way that they're using the multiverse, which makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, in the real world with the context that we have. (laughs) If you have the multiverse concept, it makes a lot of sense that you can just bring a bunch of old actors back um, and kind of scratch that itch that people have had for a really long time is like, yeah, you know, I wish this person would show back up or this person would show back up. Um, You can just start doing all of those sorts of things now. So, (laughs) Well, let me ask you
0: this, because you kind of mentioned it, of sprinkling in characters here and there and cameos Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, Excluding the... Well, not necessarily excluding them, because I think we're going to get some fox x-men characters crossing over into the mcu and playing continuing to play their their character Mm -hmm. um but i think we're also going to get a lot of new new castings as well who do you kind of see being introduced first in the mcu um and you can talk you can either say like whether it's their fox character fox (laughs) fox persona or if it's something new that they're going to be introducing them to the mcu but who do you see them kind of bringing in to be kind of like the iron man captain america and thor and hulk of the x-men
1: um not not necessarily someone who would play a central role to the x-men but i think deadpool is definitely sooner rather than later yeah because you can justify including him very easily <laughs> yeah. um and they've also talked you know extensively about how easy he is going to be to include in this universe yeah. So, I think Deadpool is definitely sooner rather than later. Even Doctor Strange, I think. Oh yeah. You know, it it wouldn't be too surprising if he showed up in Doctor Strange. <laughs> um just cuz of how excited everybody apparently is to have yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, just a um, po-
0: just the post-credit scene <clears throat> him saying, "Oh, I'm here now. Well, thanks, Mickey," and then just move on and then that's that's fine. Exactly. Like that's yeah. everybody's like, "Okay, he's in. We're good." Exactly.
1: Yeah, I I think that's completely <laughs> realistic. Um So in terms of who they introduce first, that's a good question. Um, because I feel like that kind of depends on how they cast this and if they're going for a full overhaul or if they are transplanting a lot of the actors. Right. And also if they are transplanting a lot of the actors, I think it's also dependent on which actors are actually interested in picking their roles back up. Um, which I think would be a lot of them, most likely, but maybe not all of them. So I think that Professor X, Magneto, Wolverine are like the quick three. Mm -hmm. I think Wolverine would be one of the first ones to be introduced. Um, Beyond that, I could see basically everybody else being introduced at the same time in like an X-Men movie. There are certain X-Men characters which would be a little bit more relevant to Secret Wars or to whatever like big story they're trying to tell. There are some X-Men that are a little more relevant to Spider-Man right. or to the Fantastic Four and things that are already in the works that you could introduce, I guess. Uh, I'm trying to think of good examples of that. But
0: um, Well, I think... I think you're completely right in the fact that you have to kind of start with at least Professor X mm-hmm. kind of being introduced, um, which I wouldn't be shocked if if they decided to go with like a, a James McAvoy as Professor X in, in the MCU timeline. I think, I think he would be perfect for it. I think he would, yeah. obviously, I think he, he fit really well in the Fox franchise, and I think that would roll over really well into yep. the MCU. I think Magneto is another one. Uh, that you're right about in Wolverine, I think those are the big three. Um, yes. In terms of Secret Wars, I think I want to say, does Jean Grey play? A, a, I feel like she always plays a massive part in these, in these type of events.
1: Yeah, and like a cosmic level event yeah. or something like that.
0: Um, but I think she's another one that will probably get introduced sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Cyclops will also get introduced. Sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> hopefully not Mystique. Um, I just have a hatred for Mystique <laughs> yeah. because of, of Jennifer Lawrence. <clears throat> um, which I love Jennifer Lawrence, but not in the, the Fox franchise. <laughs> just those, yeah, that whole thing is a, a mess. Yeah,
1: she had a weirdly big role in like all of those <laughs> movies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else you could. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I, I'll submit that I think it's very likely that throughout all of phase four, the hints at the X-Men that we get are just multiversal cameos. Yeah. And then beyond that, that's when they introduce, this is our X-Men, you know, whether that's the younger Fox X-Men or whether it's like complete, like recast overhaul or some combination of the two. Mm -hmm. I think that this, I think that in this phase four, I don't think that we're getting, I could be wrong. I, we could be getting some in the next movie, but like I don't think that we're getting any of like the X Men right. castings that are yeah. going to stick for Phase Five.
0: Yeah, I can com- I completely agree, and I think because I'm trying to I'm trying to think after Doctor Strange, I don't think of I don't think any other ones fully deal with multiverse. Um, and yeah, three I- might. Yeah, that's the the one I was thinking of. And then obviously, when they get to the Secret Wars, that that kind of definitely plays a big part into multiverse travel and everything else. Um, Fantastic
1: Four could also have a hand in multiverse as well. And that's part of the reason why I think it makes such a great um, cap for Phase Four. It's because I think that could tie it off really well, especially if Fantastic Four are a part of Doctor Strange. Yeah. and they already start that yeah. uh train kind of moving of yeah these guys know about the multiverse <laughs> and they can they can help with that
0: yeah i i honestly think like i wouldn't be shocked if we get introduced to the mcu version of of reed richards and dr strange um
1: that'd be kind of crazy
0: it would be kind of crazy and i don't think i don't think necessarily in like uh integral part of the story but maybe Mm -hmm. like a a post-credit scene or something with dr strange and reed richards and and something like to that effect i think that would be i I honestly could see that and that kind of gives you enough tease because obviously they like to set up these characters in post-credit scenes before their movie but it seems like a long time for example we got blade in the eternals post-credit scene and we don't even know when blade is coming out yet um, right. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if we got a fantastic four appearance, maybe by Reed Richards or or somebody like that before their film um, to kind of set that up down the line. So that that wouldn't surprise me. Um, right. But yeah, I, I, I honestly I think you're right in the fact that we're not going to get introduced to the MCU version of the X Men until after probably until after fantastic four maybe in the fantastic Four film itself we might get introduced to the concept or something but i wouldn't be shocked if if in doctor strange 2 is where we really start to see the beginning of the mutant gene and we we kind of get that because it seems like wanda is going to warp reality all of reality around the world not just over a small town in new jersey but over the entire world that Mm -hmm. could unlock or you know yeah unlock the the mutant gene in a lot of people um kind of doing the reverse of the house of M, which i just got done reading that comic again and that that comic book is so good like it it is so it's so much fun to read that one um and so i think there i think they could definitely play that role just kind of doing the reverse of it in the MCU this time.
1: Right. Yeah. We've talked about that a little bit before, and I think that that would be such a cool way to do it. Yeah, I think that's a really cool gateway character with the actual like power yeah. and also the comic history to be able to do something like that. Yeah. I will say, um, regarding the fantastic four, I would actually be pretty surprised if they don't have Reed Richards in some form as a member of the Illuminati Yeah, in Doctor Strange. Now, what I think they're going to do is I think they're going to use the early 2000s Reed Richards actor. I think that that's what they're going to do. Yeah, Um, I don't think that they're going to go for their like actual MCU casting, Mm -hmm. but I could be surprised, and it could be John Krasinski (laughs) Krasinski staying in there. Yeah, yeah, sitting up there. (laughs) So that would be really cool. I'd be all about that.
0: What's really interesting in I think it was the one of the new TV spots for Doctor Strange. They kind of show a a side view, and it's one where. Mordo is getting, it looks like Mordo is breaking the handcuffs of Doctor Strange and the Illuminati, probably to go off to fight Wanda when Wanda breaks in. And there seems like there are six chairs, but in between, like, they have three sets of chairs, and then there's a massive gap where it looks like a wheelchair or, like, a hover chair of a Professor X would go, and then three more chairs. So it seems like there are seven members of Hmm. the Illuminati. For this, and I, I completely agree. I think we are getting a Reed Richards in this um, yeah. as part of the Illuminati. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if we got a Mordo, like the Mordo that we see in the trailer. I wouldn't be shocked if he was part of the Illuminati, the Multiverse I Illuminati. Think he definitely is. Um, yeah, I think he definitely is. I think a King variant is another very likely mm. a part of the Illuminati. Um yes. I would love it if Beast was in the Illuminati. Like if we just got the Fox version of Beast in the Illuminati as well, because I, I enjoyed Beast in, in the Fox movies. I thought he I thought he was one of the ones that they they took care of the most. And he is he plays obviously a, a big part in the the com or in the Illuminati comics as well. He's a part of it at one point. Um, yeah. I don't think we're getting Namor. I really don't think we're getting him as as part of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, there, there's there's so many options with that movie of, of being introduced. I think you're completely right in the fact that we are getting one form of a Reed Richards as a part of the Illuminati. Um, right. Would I like to see John Krasinski up there as as the Reed Richards? Absolutely, I would. Oh, I would yeah. love it. Um, mm-hmm. But there is like there is a portion of the Marvel fan base that enjoys the early Fantastic Four films, so that that could be another one of just kind of paying it forward to them as well which they've you know,
1: got to be out there somewhere they've
0: got to be out there. i've seen them they're on twitter <laughs> yeah. um they're few and far between but they're out there wow yeah
1: yeah um actually it's gonna be chris <laughs> evans human torch that'll be on the movie. that'd Illumina. be great yeah that
0: would be i would love it if it was that's like, gonna
1: be his only role that he ever plays in a marvel movie again is coming back <laughs> as the human torch
0: Well, see i would love it if it was like half human torch half captain america some hybrid Hmm. version that we got of him up there i think and it was not and it wasn't like it was just chris evans like chris evans is the guy on the illuminati not captain america not human torch but chris evans the actor on it i would love chris
1: evans from another universe where he's slightly smarter than he is in the actual universe (laughs) (laughs) in which we've in which we live that would be
0: great. Also, I wouldn't awesome. be shocked if Tom Cruise shows up as Iron Man <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, as well.
1: we haven't talked too much about that, but that's a very real possibility. Yeah. Which um, I'm not too sure how I, I feel about it
0: yet, but I, I think it would be great. I think it's pretty cool. Tom yeah. Cruise is a
1: weirdo, um, but <laughs> you can't deny that he is a movie star and he's a big name. Yeah. And that he was in contention for the role back in the day. So yeah. that seems like something they would do. And I think that'd be cool.
0: And I feel like whenever we get another trailer, probably the last trailer, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw him for like half a second, <laughs> because obviously yeah. if people see him in that movie, they're going to buy tickets to go see the movie. And they obviously yeah. want this thing to to sell out really, really and be really, really big. Um, all right. So kind of moving on from the X-Men talk to, let's talk about a, a group that has been somewhat introduced, but not been introduced at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. And that is the Young Avengers. Obviously, we have more than enough to make a team now of the Young Avengers. Yeah, um, we do. Because we've got, let me try to run through here. We got Kate Bishop. We got um, Eli Bradley. We've got uh, Cassie Ling. Mm-hmm. We've got Billy and Tommy. <laughs> and we've got Kid yep. Loki. Um, yep. Am I missing anybody else?
1: I think that's it.
0: I think that's it. I wouldn't be shocked, though, if in like She-Hulk we get Amadeus Cho right. as as the Hulk. I wouldn't be shocked if we got that as well. So that's seven right there. Um, but the, the question kind of now is not if we're getting a Young Avengers. I think it's pretty obvious that we are at some point getting the Young Avengers. But when and how are they going to kind of come together? What's going to bring them together? Because... I completely forgot. We're also getting an iron heart series next year. Right. So and uh, Miss Marvel, well. Marvel as well. Mm-hmm. So that, that those could definitely play and America Chavez and Dr. Strange too. So there's, yeah. there's eight to 10 people right there that could be a part of it. Um, But how do you think they're going to come together? Do you think it's going to be in like secret invasion? Do you think it's going to be something post secret invasion that kind of brings them together? Do you think Nick Fury brings them together or, uh, Valentina does she bring them together who, who kind of brings together the Young Avengers
1: so honestly if I had to bet on it being a single movie or show that the Young Avengers show up in for the first time I think it would be Ant-Man 3 actually because we know that Ant-Man 3 is going to be dealing with Kang as the villain um, one of the only Young Avengers that's currently MIA right now is Iron Lad so if they want to go that route um with ant-man 3 ant-man scott lang ant-man has actually always been pretty involved with the young avengers as a team in all of their like big storylines and stuff like that um because of course his daughter is a part of it <laughs> so i think that if the young avengers are going to come together in a movie or in a show that is not called young avengers for the first time or one that we already know is coming out i would bet on that being ant-man 3
0: yeah I, I completely agree because I think he has a lot of ties into bringing a lot of these characters together because obviously yeah. with with Cassie being his daughter um, but as well like we saw in the Hawkeye series apparently Hank Pym and <laughs> Hawkeye are really close because he made that that pim arrow for him mm-hmm. um so that that that's how you could bring in Kate Bishop in that show in that movie I think we are gonna get a, a, I think that probably is where we get there first. Semi team up, because um, I don't think we're going to get introduced to all of them. Like, I I wouldn't. I'm not going to expect Billy and Tommy probably to show up in that movie. Um, but yeah. I think it is like a Cassie and a, a Kate Bishop and Miss Marvel and um, I don't know because I'm I'm really curious to see how they're going to bring in like uh Eli Bradley. Like I'm I'm wondering how mm-hmm. he's going to get introduced into all of this and. Um, you know, obviously Amadeus show, we we haven't even, we've got a little bit of context clues that he's out there in the MCU universe, but you know, he's not in there yet. I mean, does a Miles Morales join this team at some point as well? Like there, there are, there are a lot of questions kind of up in the air still about the young Avengers. So other than showing up in Ant-Man three, when do you think they get their own TV show movie, their own big conflict that they have to take care of? And kind of what would that con? What do you think that conflict is going to be?
1: Well, I guess that kind of depends on whether they go the Iron Lad route and tie them to Kang mm-hmm. or not. So whether they involve them in the Kang conflict or not. Um, if they don't, I would expect their first big team up to be their own show towards the beginning of Phase Five. Um, so probably after Fantastic Four. But if they are involved in the Kang conflict, I think it'd be sooner rather than later. And I've been really surprised with how quickly yeah. things have kind of been moving since we started getting Marvel content again in terms <laughs> of how they're like moving the universe along and how quickly things are happening. Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked if they do put put a show together um, for them before the Kang conflict kind of rounds out yeah. this phase.
0: What's really interesting, kind of that you brought that up, is I believe every live-action Disney Plus show has introduced one or more Young Avengers characters. Um, because One Division yes. introduced Billy and Tommy. Mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier introduced Eli Bradley. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Loki introduced Kid Loki. Right. Um, and then Hawkeye obviously introduced Kate Bishop as, as part of that as well. So it seems like they are definitely... Yeah fast tracking this group together um which makes me believe more that they're going to be tied into the overall massive king conflict um -hmm. probably more than anything else um so uh, you know do do you think then that they don't we don't see them again or do you think we get them here and there kind of like we did with the avengers leading up to thanos leading up to king or do you think it's just you know we get the big conflict with Kane and the King and then we move on from there? Or do you think we, we kind of build up to that? This is kind of the same way that we did in the past three phases.
1: Um, I'm not sure if I got the question.
0: <laughs> well, what I'm saying is like, we're going to see them more than more than likely in Ant-Man three. Yeah. But post Ant-Man three, obviously they're probably going to get their own, TV show or movie or whatever, do you think that's the Kang conflict altogether? Or do you think that expands even more into, you know, obviously we're getting Loki season two, which is going to deal with that probably very heavily. Yeah. Do you think we're going to deal with that more after Young Avengers? Do you think Young Avengers will probably be there just to set up, you know, maybe a Secret Wars type event with Kang or something like that or something to that effect?
1: Um, I would expect Young Avengers to be its own thing. I don't think that I think if it's a show, which I'm sure it is a show, I don't expect it would be um, a huge part of the Kang conflict. I think it could involve Kang for sure, but I think they'll have their own villain, right. they'll have their own conflict kind of on the road to Kang, um, or just after that you know, just in the aftermath or something like that.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we're kind of talking about the, we're talking about the team aspects of everything and kind of how we're going to be introduced um, mm-hmm. because obviously it seems like other than far from home, I think it was the last time that we really got, I mean, they've been named dropped here or there, but like the team up of the Avengers hasn't been brought up since far from home, I think um mm-hmm. that i can remember so do you think like from moving forward do you think we'll ever get another avengers movie or do you think they're kind of done with the avengers not necessarily forever but for now until something even bigger down the line
1: so i would not be surprised if they did do an avengers 5 that's sort of a new avengers movie Um, And that would be just like Endgame was the swan song for all of the original Avengers. Right. This would be the swan song for kind of the second generation of characters. Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, um, whatever they're going to end up doing with Black Panther. Um, Yeah, yeah, Falcon's Captain America, um, Thor, Bucky. Uh, Scarlet Witch, you know, maybe they're not all done after that or something like that, but a lot of them, you know, Doctor Strange is on his second movie. um, Black Panther's second movie about to come out, so Ant-Man's on his third movie, exactly. So I think they could definitely do some sort of new Avengers, big, like, sort of Avengers 5 team up um, to phase out some of the characters that have been in it for a long time again. Yeah. and then that would make more room for x-men or you know more fantastic 4 or whatever they want to do
0: right no i I, I i completely agree i think it's going to be a very long time before we get that avengers 5 movie yes. um I, honestly probably like
1: i'd say 2025 at least
0: i would yeah i would say maybe a little further like i i was thinking maybe seven to eight years from now like i think we're i think it might be quite a while building up to maybe probably avengers 5 and 6 they may do a two-parter again where it's the secret wars stuff all of it is dealing with that um where more than likely kind of like the theme of this phase bringing back characters for like a quick cameo i wouldn't be shocked if in like avengers 6 we saw Chris Evans, Captain America, or mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr., Jr. Iron Man, or, you know, uh, I don't even know who else kind of would make the appearance coming back. Maybe uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, something to that, something to that effect. But yeah, I, I, com- I think you're completely right in the fact that Thor is going to be done at some point. <laughs> like The guy has been yeah. in the MCU for a long time. Same thing with, with the Hulk. Both of those guys are going to be done at some point. Yeah. Um, I kind of hope kind of in a selfish way that Mark Ruffalo hangs on so he can get the Hulk versus Wolverine movie or show because that would be Mm -hmm. amazing to see that that Um, would be amazing so I kind of hope he he hangs on for that but I think a lot of these characters are going to be done by that point I think you know Bucky more than likely will be done Um, Sam Wilson Falcon America uh, Falcon America
1: (laughs) Falcon (laughs) Captain Captain America
0: Captain Falcon I think he more than likely will be done Wanda mm-hmm. will probably probably be close to done if not done. So I, th- I think they are going to start to phase those characters out to bring up, you know, to to bring up a Miles Morales, which we'll probably have at that point, and a Fantastic Four and an X-Men and, you know, the Young Avengers and some of these yeah. other Daredevil and Punisher and other, all these other characters that we've kind of talked about um, kind of leading up into this. But there's one other team that right. I really wanted to talk about because they hold a special place in my heart because I love them. Very, very much. Um, I don't think they're going to be called the Dark Avengers, even though that would be amazing if they were called the Dark Avengers. I don't think... I think they're going to stay away from the Avengers term until they get to that big conflict movie in Mm -hmm. however many years. But I think we are definitely, especially with how Falcon and the Winter Soldier Soldier ended with Baron Zemo, I think we are definitely getting a Thunderbolts team at some point because we have introduced those characters because you have Baron Zemo, you have us agent, you have ghost, um, you have Sharon Carter. Elena. It seems like you have Yelena, um, you abomination. have abomination. You have abomination. Uh, you have a lot of different characters that have been introduced. That could be a part of it. If you wanted to pull from the Netflix shows, you've got bullseye right there that can come in and be a part of that, which I would be all for. um, yep obviously they're, they've introduced Venom in Spider-Man 3, so he could he could potentially be a part of that. I know that you're loving that idea. Um, Love it. <laughs> but, like, when do you think, because obviously Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended with Baron Zemo back at the raft, and if nothing has changed in the MCU since Infinity War, or since Civil War, I guess, uh, Thunderbolt Ross is in charge of the raft. And so, you know... It seems like Baron Zemo ending up at the raft was on purpose to build up to this point. Um, When do you think we get a a Dark Avengers slash Thunderbolts film? Do you think we get one? Do you think it's a TV show? Do you think they're actually going to go this way at some point? Um, Is this going to be a thing where we may get like a Thunderbolts versus Young Avengers type conflict at some point down the line as well? That would be really interesting. Where do you think they're going to go with the concept of the Thunderbolts?
1: Yeah. You pretty much read my mind actually, uh, (laughs) with that last one. So I would disagree. I do think that they are going to use the Avengers name most likely for this team. And almost, I would say, I think that that is going to be the central point of whatever this young Avengers show is, is that with the dark Avengers, they have been really almost entirely introduced through the shows as well. Um, You know, same as the young Avengers. And so I think that it would almost be leading to something to where they've got this group together. Now they're calling them the Avengers because there's no real Avengers to speak of at this point. You've got Captain America. You've got Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel. All of them are out there doing stuff, but they're all busy, you know, trying to protect the multiverse and stuff like that. You know, just like lame stuff like that. So, um, the Thunderbolts would kind of come together in the Avengers absence. And then I think that the young Avengers come up against the Thunderbolts and that's the conflict of the young Avengers show. Um, is them being like, well, this isn't what the Avengers are for. This isn't what they stand for, you know, those sorts of things. And then kind of fighting against (laughs) the Thunderbolts to try and, you know, um, do right to do good. <laughs> See, I sort of whatever the Thunderbolts are doing.
0: I think, I think that is definitely one way that they should go and could go. And I think, I think ultimately, whether it is in the young Avengers show or not, I think the young Avengers versus Thunderbolts will take place. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I also think that the Thunderbolts could very easily show up in Captain America Four because we're getting that movie as yeah. well. Um, and I think that would kind of continue the story of Falcon's story and Falcon and the Winter Soldier of no matter how hard he tries, the world and the government is never going to see him as Steve Rogers' Captain America, Mm -hmm. and they're going to try to turn it into something else, you know, where Thunderbolt Ross is now going to come in and, start the Thunderbolts with Baron Zemo and with us agent and with abomination and ghost and Yelena and venom and bullseye and whoever else they want to introduce. Um, and I think that might be a route that they go as well to be like, I think captain America. And I think the young, I think the young Avengers or some of them could definitely show up in the captain America four movie. And it could be like another civil war esque movie where it's captain America's movie, but all these other massive characters are in this film as well. Um, and kind of have that conflict together going up against the Thunderbolts to kind of stop them from, from doing what Thunderbolt Ross wants them to do.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting also how, um, a lot of the young Avengers that they're building up have ties to members of the Thunderbolts. Yeah. Um, you know, or maybe that are already familiar with them, like Cassie Lang would be familiar with Ghost, and obviously Kate Bishop interacted a whole lot with, with Yelena. Yelena. Yep. Um, and so
0: if if Miles Morales is in the Young Avengers, and obviously in Spider Man 4, which we're gonna get at some point, mm-hmm. um, if this happens, if Spider Man 4 happens before that, you could introduce Miles Morales and Venom, and there's another connection right there as well
1: right yeah but a lot of the young avengers would have connections with the thunderbolts which makes it an even more interesting conflict but that's happened a lot in the comics to where it's been like oh the avengers are off doing their thing now we're going to be the new avengers that's exactly what happened (laughs) in dark avengers yeah um and then now we're going to be the new the new avengers but then uh, you know, the young Avengers rise up against yeah, them instead. I th- so,
0: so let me ask you this because obviously Thunderbolt Ross <clears throat> comics with the Thunderbolts and with the dark Avengers and everything, Thunderbolt Ross plays, he plays the heavy part with the Thunderbolts and I think they mm-hmm. may take the Thunderbolts direction, but call them the dark Avengers. I think that that could be a very easy way because yes. I don't think Norman Osborn is going to be in the MCU to do the dark Avengers thing. No. Um Yeah. But I think it would also be really interesting because probably the biggest mystery in the MCU to date still from Age of Ultron is who bought, or from Spider-Man Homecoming, who bought Avengers Tower? Like That's still a big question Mm. in the MCU is who bought Avengers Tower? Um, Obviously, for a while, we we speculated that it could be Oscorp, but it seems like Spider-Man No Way Home kind of debunked that because... William Dafoe's Norman Osborn was saying, I looked for a Norman Osborn here and there's not a Norman Osborn. So, like, Norman Osborn is not in the MCU yet. Um, Possibly it could be the Baxter building. Fantastic Four could could purchase it. Yes. I was thinking, though, it'd be really interesting, and it depends on if he's alive or not, which he he better be alive. Thunderbolt Ross and Wilson Fisk could come together to start the Thunderbolts group because i think another one yeah. echo could fit into this pretty well yes, um definitely. and i know that there's that conflict between echo and and wilson fisk which will probably get more of in her tv show in her disney plus show but i think she could still play a part into it to the fact where she may not know that wilson fisk is behind some of this and then when she finds out that's when things start to turn for the good guys in the movie or whatever but i think fisk is going to play a pretty pivotal role on the ground level stuff of the MCU um, because obviously he's not going to be involved in the multiverse stuff. He's not going to be involved in the, in the cosmic stuff with Dr. Strange or with Wanda or with anything like that. But for like a, a daredevil, a Spider-Man or a Falcon, like he could definitely play a pivotal role in the ground stuff. And I think the Thunderbolts and, and dark Avengers fit that narrative.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, um, Valentina also yeah um Valentina and Ross she's working for somebody (laughs) yeah she has to be yes so I think that they could have bought the tower and then now they're going to use that for their Dark Avengers team I think that would be a really cool setting and kind of a cool remnant of the MCU that's been around for a long time to kind of be fought in and fought over yeah. Stuff like that. That'd be yeah. really cool.
0: Which it could very at the very end of it could be bought by Reed Richards. Reed Richards. <laughs> and yes. then you you've got your backs to building uh, totally. there as well. Um Yeah, so is there anything else that you wanted to bring up or talk about with any of these team ups or or another route that you think the MCU is kind of going? It, this portion of the MCU I I think we don't know what's going on. For the most part in the MCU, which is so much fun because it seemed like after the first Avengers film, mm-hmm. we kind of knew where they were heading because obviously I love Thanos. Thanos only has a couple of main comic runs in, in Marvel mm-hmm. Comics and 99.9% of them deal with the Infinity Stones and they were already in, somewhat introduced. And so we when he kind of showed up, we knew where that was heading. Right. But it seems like now there's so many opportunities with Kang and there's so many opportunities with a lot of these other characters. We have no idea where the MCU is heading. And I love that. Like, I love the fact because we we talked about this, I'm thinking, in our four hour review of Avengers Endgame. Where are we going to go from here? Like, uh, we were not necessarily worried or nervous, but we thought that there was a really good chance that. This would be the downfall of the MCU. Like they got to their 10 year mark and end game, and then it's going to fall off here because they told their story. Like, what else are they going to do now? And it seems like they were fully prepared for this, and it seems like they're going to take us on a really wild journey.
1: Right. Yeah. And the cool thing about it, really, at this point, is also that we kind of do know where some things are going, and we know where we're kind of leading in certain directions, but we're going in so many different directions. <laughs> um, but when we were in the Infinity Saga, the goal was to get to Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And everything before that was building to that in some way, shape, or form. But now we're having a bunch of disparate things going in different directions. Maybe they'll come back together at a certain point. Yeah. Um, but it's like we've talked about, there's no Avengers now. There's no yeah. central grounding team. Maybe there'll be a new Avengers. We know there'll be a young Avengers. We're building towards different things, but we're going in different directions. And so I think that that's super cool. Yeah. I think that this period between no way home where we know that there are a bunch of classic cameos and multiverse of madness, which I really think is going to kick the door open <laughs> on classic cameos. Yeah. I think it's a really cool time to be between these two movies.
0: And I think multiverse of madness is not going to, not only going to kick the door down for classic cameos. I think it's going to kick the door down for what is to come in phases four and five, probably. Mm-hmm. I think this is, is going to be our Avengers, first Avengers-esque movie where it's not just about getting them together for the first time now, but it's like, oh, now here comes the big threat that we don't know when's going to pop up. And Loki obviously played a, a portion into that, but I think we're going to get something. I think we're going to get a massive reveal in this movie that's going to set us up for something more down the line. Because I, I think yeah. we're... We got some in No Way Home. I think we're going to get some in this one. I think we're going to get some in Thor, Um, possibly. I think we're definitely going to get a lot in Ant-Man 3. I think that movie is just going to be absolutely insane whenever it comes out. And we still got Guardians 3, which is going to introduce, you know, Adam. And it's going to introduce, like, it's going to introduce a lot of new things as well. Probably break our hearts as well, because I'm sure not all the Guardians are walking out of that movie alive. Um Man. Which is sad. It's very sad that that's going to happen. But there's so much going on right now. Being between you're right, being between No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness is a fun time. Yeah. But I'm ready for Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> like I'm, yep. I'm ready for that movie and I'm ready to watch that movie right now.
1: Yeah. Me too. I'm super excited.
0: <laughs> well, I believe that's gonna do it for this week's episode of The Dorks Next Door. Once again, we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us each and every week next week is going to be a our first 2022 movie review of the year because the batman comes out next week and it is looking to be wonderful i have stayed away from all the scenes that they have released i have stayed away from all a lot of the new trailers and stuff because I'm, i've seen enough of it and i'm ready to go in and watch it i think it's like Last I saw it was like 2 hours and 50 minutes, maybe 3 hours close to something like that. It's a long oh movie. Gosh. So I I'm expecting a lot of this movie. We talked about it before. This this movie We had some trepidation at first when we heard that Robert Pattinson was kind of cast as Batman, and then oh, I was ready. I well, I had a lot of trepidation about it because I was ready. A lot of people just know him from from Twilight, and then you watch you see him in the costume for the first time, and you watch that first trailer, and I was like, okay, I'm sold. This is going to be this might be one of the best Batman movies ever. Obviously, The Dark Knight is up there as my personal favorite batman movie of all time my personal favorite comic book movie of all time yeah. um so it's gonna be hard to beat that but I, if if a batman movie is gonna do it it's gonna be this one because it looks amazing yeah so i agree i'm really excited for that too so look out for that review next week we're, we're gonna be talking about that movie and breaking it down um and who knows we may get some cameos in there because i would not be shocked if we see Walking phoenix in that movie <laughs> as the joker as well which would be very interesting if they handled it the right way, but that's going to be next yeah. week. Um, leave a comment down below to tell us where you think the X Men and the Young Young Avengers and the Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts are going to be at. Let us know when you think the first X Men appearance is going to take place and who who that will be. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Dorks Next Door. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook as well at Dorks Next Door. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy underscore PBWP. Um, you can. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. We would love to have you subscribe and get involved in this community because, like we said, in between these two movies, there is a lot of theor- 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 there are a lot of videos that are coming out with theories. There we go. I can't say yeah. it the other way. Um, and, and kind of speculating on where the MCU is going to go as a whole. Um, we're expecting a Thor Love and Thunder trailer at some point, which is going to be amazing to look and see what that masterpiece of a man taika Waititi, is going to do with that movie because if ragnarok mm-hmm. was an indication this movie is going to be bonkers and crazy and i'm, I'm looking forward to it um yeah. and so be on the lookout for that as it comes out we'll be talking about that but make sure you subscribe hit that notification bell like this video if you're listening to this on an audio platform make sure you leave us a five-star review um and a five-star rating as well share with your friends and all that other stuff I think I've gone through everything. I think I've bored you enough as the outro is coming out. But once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. For Jason, I'm Andy York, And we'll catch you guys in the next episode.